back for episode 10 of Alexander's Chaos Rising. So, this morning, I am pissed. I am in a full-on fucking rage, and I am a completely different person than I normally am. This is, uh, this is a very, um, uh, rare, I want to say, rare mood, um, but it's also, um, it's also, it's too fucking late is the problem. It's too fucking late. The mood that I'm in now is the mood that says I don't fucking care about societal standards. I don't care about being polite. I don't care about anything. I want my fucking needs met and I want my needs met fucking now. You know, yesterday I was sitting there and I was working with this, you know, this, 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 this other person, this, this ancestor that's part of me. And uh, at one point, I felt my authentic self say to me, you know, hey, you know, knock on this guy's, on this bathroom door, this guy's taking forever and I got to piss. And, and really, what ended up happening was the false self came up very, very, very smoothly, very, very, you know, logically and very reasonably and said, you know, no, you know, you don't need to be, you know, in conflict and, you know, it's very calm and it's like, you know, no, don't worry about it, you know, let it, let it go and just kind of, you know, be peaceful. You see, the thing that pisses me off the most is that this, this false self, it really, it uses, it uses peace and calm and loving reason, you know, to, 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 to crush my false self or my, nah, not, not my false self, to crush my authentic self that says, you know, hey, you know, I, I, I got to piss, you know, say something, make a noise, make a ruckus, do something, have a fucking experience for once, you know, take a risk, be brave, you know, it even, it even sits there and it tries to make me think that that's my false self, it tries to sit there and it tries to make me think that my, my authentic self is this, you know, This, 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 this servant is always there to fucking be nice to people and it's always there to, you know, hold somebody's hand and it's always there to fucking give more and more and more and more. It's, a, it's an unboundaried giver that says, you know, nothing that I want, nothing that I want is ever worthwhile. And I never have any right or reason to stand up for myself, ever. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. What I hate even worse, what I hate even worse is the fact that my authentic self is so fucking shriveled that it sits there and it says, you know, hey, hey, I'm kind of upset right now. Do this and maybe it'll make me happy. And then when I don't, and when I let the false self win and say, okay, you know, no, that's, you know, we don't want that conflict right now. That throws this massive fucking temper tantrum the next fucking morning. You know, I, I, I honestly, I, I wouldn't care if my fault, if my false self wanted me to be servile and fucking a servant and you know be all calm and cool and collected. I wouldn't care. I, I, I wouldn't care. I can put that mask on for people. It's, it's, it's a great and a wonderful service. And when I'm actually doing it authentically and I'm loving the people that I'm helping and. I'm, I'm just loving the work that I'm doing. It's great. You know, I love, I love, I love being the caregiver. I love being the helper. I love being the, 
you know, the, the, the hero. What bothers me, what bothers me is that this feeling and this energy that I have this morning is what I needed my authentic self to have yesterday when it wanted me to knock on that door. When the false self popped up and said, no, let's be polite, no, let's do this, no, let's do that. That's when I needed my authentic self to step up and say, no, 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 fuck that. I need to take a risk. But instead, my authentic self, it just, it said, okay, okay, I'm going to go back into the, I'm going to go back into the cave. You know, you're right, you're right, you're right. No, 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 never mind. My needs don't matter. But then it throws a temper tantrum for the rest of the day and the rest of the night. And it sits there and it's all sad and it's all, you know, you know, woe is me in the cave fucking full of worry and full of, you know, just pathetic fucking self-loathing. And then I fucking, I finally wake up in the fucking morning and it's like, the fuck are you doing? If you wanted that, if you wanted that fucking conflict, if you wanted that fucking risk... You should have fucking stood up to the false self and you should have fucking, you should have sidestepped it and walked and said, no, no, I'm not going to do that. You don't throw a fucking temper tantrum after the fact. You know, you don't sit there and fucking, and squander all fucking night, rejecting everything and driving yourself into psychosis and then get up in the morning and then be like, oh, Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I'm fucking brave. You're not brave. You're a coward. I'm a coward. I refuse to take any risk. Any risk that would bring me even the slightest bit of joy. And you know what makes it worse? What makes it worse is 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 my 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 myself somewhere inside of me there's this part of me that loves loves to bring up my twin flame and it loves to be like I want her you know I I, I want her I'm not going to do anything to help myself until I have her and it's like bitch if you would start taking risks you would be building your pathway back to her you know my twin Guys, guys, when I was with her, oh, I took risks. Oh, oh, God, did I take risks. I was fucking, I was, I was on it. I was on 24-7. I was activated every minute of every day. I was always taking risks. I was always leading. I was always fucking right fucking there. You know, part of me part of me knows that the reason why I was able to do that and why I was able to actually meet my twin flame and have the have the relationship that I did have was because my former mentor and best friend was sitting there doing the work with me you know in the astral realms and, and, and you know treating me and praying for me and whatnot and, and you know she was doing the things that I should have been doing for myself you know she was having the conversations with my authentic self telling it you know hey yeah yeah you can get up yeah, you can take that risk, and you know, she she had a level of lovingness that um, you know it made you it made you fucking steal. 
you know, it made you tempered fucking steel with a titanium core. You know, you were you you were untouchable. And I still have some of that in me, but I need to be able to adopt the energy that she gave me and give it to myself so that I can bring my authentic self out and start taking these risks that I needed to be taking. Because without without the experience, without the, 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 the risk of, you know, failure or risk of conflict, my authentic self is never going to grow. It's never going to experience. It's never going to have confidence. And it's never going to. It's never going to come out of its shell again. And and I can't. I can't rely on somebody else to do that for me. You know, I, I've got a lot of people out there that are you know doing their best, but I've reached a stage now where I've seen what can happen. When I challenge myself, I've seen what can happen when I allow myself to take a risk and when I, you know, when I, when I treat myself appropriately. And I can't, I can't allow somebody else to be the one sitting there holding my hand as I go through it, you know. Part of the reason why I think my twin and I fell apart was because my former friend and mentor, you know, she brought me up to the level. She showed me how to do the work. And then she said, okay, now you've got to kind of fly on your own. And she started really trying to push me out of the nest. But every time she did, I just, I resisted and I I went back into the cave. And every time I went back into the cave, things got a little bit worse between me and my twin. Um, you know, and it got finally to the point where my former best friend said, you know, I can't, I can't keep holding your hand. You know, I can't keep doing this for you. You have to learn how to do it for yourself. And if you can't learn how to do it for yourself, you know, you don't, you don't get to stay with your twin. You don't, you don't get to stay with her. You know, she never said that out loud, but you know, that's kind of the, the, the message that I'm that I'm considering this morning is the fact that you know I still want I still want my former mentor to do it all for me I I still want her to be the one that, that, that challenges me and I still want her to be the one that you know meets my emotional needs so that I can take the risks and have the experiences I don't I don't want to do it for myself you know I would rather I would rather put up the false self and be that, you know, that dutiful servant that sacrifices every everything about himself and everything that's glorious about himself for somebody else. You know, that person who's a scared little seven-year-old. And instead of, instead of working through the relationships that I have inside of me and my soul and instead of, you know, bringing myself to the point where I can have the risks... I run in the opposite direction, and I'm still, I'm still running. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, and I'm fucking sick of it. Literally makes me sick to my stomach. You know, the, 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 the worst part, the worst part is, you know, last night I fell 
I fell deep, deep into 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 suffering, into into pain. You know, crying out like a like a, like a scared little child for my twin multiple times throughout the night. It, it, it didn't just happen once. You know, every time I would think about taking a risk or think about you know how do I get what I want, you know, I'd run into this this fucking black hole, and I'd only give myself like one option to get out. And I did. I did eventually take the risk. You know, I I I, I have this friend who. You know, I know is interested in me, and I did. I did send her a text message and asked her out to dinner. And so, you know, that that was that was the the most that I was able to achieve was to take that risk. Um, and even still, even still, it wasn't enough. Even still, I woke up and just in this fucking you know blind fucking rage, screaming at myself and the parts of myself that you know. And I know that's not that's not the right response. You know, I've got to find another way to use that anger rather than to abuse myself because my authentic self it's not it's not going to come out of the cave, guys, because I'm screaming at it and calling it all kinds of fucking names and it's not it's not it's not going to it's not going to work when I sit there and fucking listen to it throwing a temper tantrum and you know, saying "woe is me, woe is me," and, and 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 see, here's the thing. This is this is what pisses me off the most. This is this is what's triggering me. Is that now, this morning, I'm trying to fantasize again. I'm trying to fantasize about what I could have done, what I should have done. You know, what life would have been like if I'd just taken the risks that I needed to take. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you know, I'm so fucking pissed off. It's like, why am I living in these fantasies of, of, you know, success? And why am I not just living in success in the real world? You know? And for me, I've reached the point where these fantasies, you know, these fantasies are, are the absolute reason why I suffer. I would rather fantasize in a narcissistically infantile and useless, useless dream world in my head where I pretend to be this this thing that I'm not. You know, I pretend to be this brave guy who, oh, I'll take a risk. I'm not scared of anything. Well, bullshit. You couldn't even knock on a fucking door because someone was taking too fucking long in the bathroom. You know, that's that false self. You know, I'm fantasizing and creating and constructing a false self because my ego is incapable, incapable of taking responsibility for my authentic self you know my authentic self is 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 scared and that's got to be okay you know there, there there has to be a way that i can look at my authentic self and treat it like the loving parent that it needs so that it can get up and be that brave marine that i'm able to be sometimes like I, sometimes i am Sometimes I'm able to be, you know, that brave Marine. I think about all the times that I, you know, took risks with my twin flame. And, you know, it was right there. 
I had it. I was brave. I was loving. You know, with my twin, it was just, it was easy. You know, there was never any, any, any difficulty. I never felt it was even a risk to be brave with her. You know, like, I, I don't know what it was. But now, everywhere I go, I see the risks that I want to take, and I, I, I so barely, rarely take them. I'm going to pause this recording for now because I'm about to get some coffee, and I'll be back. All right, so we're back. Just got our coffee. Only took a few minutes. I'm going to try and shift because I think I may have just gotten a little bit of the answer that I was looking for. Now I'm getting emotion, so it's kind of kind of cool. So I drove up to the, uh, the coffee line to talk to one of the baristas that I know. She's a very beautiful young blonde woman. Been, you know, getting coffee from her for, for a while now. And, you know, she asked me how my day was going. And, you know, I, I, I took a chance and I was, I was honest. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm really angry at myself. And, you know, we were talking a little bit about, you know, what was going on. And I was like, well, you know when you want to take a risk but you don't. And then you just, you spend the rest of the day pissing on yourself. And, uh, you know, she was, I, I said, you know, you know, what you can do for me. You know, she asked what, she, what if there was anything she could do for me. And I said, what you can do for me is you can give me no fucking excuses. And she looked at me and she kind of just like, like chuckled. And she was like, playfully like, all right, there's no excuses. But you need to be more kind to yourself because you're too hard on yourself. And that kind of is breaking me down a little bit. Because I know I am. I know my authentic self is trying to get out and I know that it throws temper tantrums and I get so fucking angry. And what I really need, what I really, really, really need is to find a way to deal with these temper tantrums so that it's not so fucking scared. So that it can fucking sit there and it can fucking stand up to these programs that are inside of me and these fucking societal pressures and all this other bullshit that's out there in this fucking world that makes us so fucking inauthentic. You know, this this is me. These are my parts. They're so abusive to each other. They're so, so abusive. And I hate it. And I hate it. And I hate it. And I just want it to stop. I want one of my aha moments where I realize I need to change the way I behave. Where I realize that I need to treat myself better. You know, I've had moments like this, guys. I'm a parent. I'm a father. You know, I I one time had an experience with my daughter where I had this aha moment and I, I changed. I changed everything I changed the course of fucking the future and I changed the past in this one fucking moment with my kid and it was fucking crystal and it was so beautiful and it was so wonderful and, you know, like I said before, you know, I grew up in a family that was very emotionally, very verbally, very psychically abusive 
And, uh, you know, one of the things that used to happen a lot was, uh, you know, whenever we were little kids and we would spill something like a glass of water or a glass of milk, my dad would yell at us horrifically, like, like, just lose his shit, right? Um, you know, we're not talking disciplinarian. We're not even talking authoritarian, you know, we're talking abusatarian, um, like he would just fucking lose his shit. And so of course, you know, we pass on trauma generationally. What did I do when my daughter would spill shit? Now, by the way, guys, I want you to remember my daughter, um, you know, is a special needs young woman, um, who, who, who's grown up as a sexual abuse survivor, you know, with me as a father. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's fucking awesome too. Um, you know, there's good things too, though, by the way. I mean, I've, I've, like I said before, my daughter is a light. And so I've got the, 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 the two parts of the world with her where, you know, for, for a lot of it, I did a really good job as a father. Um, you know, I really, I helped her to, to, to see how amazing and wonderful she is. And I, I encourage her art and her, you know, her creativity and her expression. And, you know, I really do try to encourage her to, to stand up to me, especially, especially when I'm being an asshole. And I just, I, I look at her and I'm like, you have every right to tell me I'm being an asshole right now. And, you know, for the most part, she kind of like, you know, pushes it off like she's like she's still scared because you know I used to yell at her a lot and I was very emotionally and psychically abusive so she's still got a lot that she has to overcome when it comes to me and when it comes to parenting and things like that and you know it's this dichotomy of you know you do good and in certain realms and then you do poorly in other realms but you know the cool thing about magic is, is right now you know, my child is still doing a lot of the things that I love because she loves being with me. And even though we're so far apart, we're, you know, we're 450 miles apart. She's still getting some of the healing that I'm working myself through. And so as I continue working through my healing, um, until she becomes an adult and is ready to step into her own sovereignty, um, she is going to be able to energetically experience the things that I love. The things that I do that I love are being shared with her. And she's, she's, getting, she's getting benefits. Like, okay, she, uh, she started her own um, vlogging series on YouTube. Um, and she posted an hour-long you know, video game session of her playing the other day. And I think that's so cool because that happened within you know, the three days that I started doing this recording work. Anyways, back to, you know, that's a little bit of the mechanics. Back to, um, you know, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the incident where I, I finally had one of those aha moments. My daughter spilled a glass of milk and I caught myself about to yell. But my father, my father was sitting on the couch um, in the living room. And I looked over at him as I was about to yell at my kid. And I just, I don't know, I don't know if I saw this look of pain on his face, or if I imagined it, or if I just, maybe I was angry. I, I, don't, I honestly, I don't remember what his reaction was at the time. Um, I just remember I looked at him, and something shifted in me. And there was this moment where I was back in, I was back in the child phase, and I was, I was in my daughter's position, and I was looking up at my father, and, 
and 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 you know my father was in my position and I just I looked I looked at myself in my daughter and I was like oh god he used to yell at me all the time whenever I would spill it and and in that moment now I had yelled at her plenty of times before when she had spilled stuff so she was expecting she she knew she knew what was coming she was like oh shit here comes the fucking the verbal abuse here comes this fucking psychic fucking blast of contempt and anger and rage and I just I, I looked at her and I said to her very very calmly I said oops looks like we had an accident and I immediately walked over and I grabbed some paper towels and I handed them to her and I said would you like some help cleaning this up and she just she kind of she didn't know she didn't know what to do at that point she was just so like she was already so lost in the you know sympathetic and parasympathetic fight and flight you know nervous system reaction I'm sure her adrenaline was pumping like crazy and just she was already she was in that spiral but I was just calm and I kind of I was I was gentle with her and I was coaxing with her and I was like hey it's okay don't worry I know I know you know I get it now and I see it and I really realized that you know in that moment I wasn't just I wasn't just changing things for my daughter I was changing things for my dad as well you know from the perspective of where I was you know now this is this isn't a this isn't a this is before I even you know had my spiritual awakening I had this kind of aha moment so I mean I've been having these little moments like this throughout my life but I never connected them you know in a large way but you know things changed for my dad at that point he became much more gentle um, and he did he did really get the chance to heal from that and 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 it changed the relationship with my daughter um, from that point on I you know I, I didn't I didn't yell at my kid anymore um, you know like there was there was a drastic shift because I felt a lot of um, you know shame and blame that I you know I had to be I had to be the single parent you know I was I was 20 you know what 20 no 30 I was 30 years old I think at the time maybe 29 you know I was I was a marine veteran I had all of these dreams and here I was taking care of this kid I might have been even 32 I think she was like seven or eight maybe maybe even nine fuck who knows I, I, I don't remember but you know I was I was this young this young man this young marine and I was alone I was addicted to pornography um, I was living in my parents' house with my special needs child who was a sexual assault survivor. And I just, I hated every, every part of my life and every person in my life. And, and in that moment, in that experience, I was able to shift the course of my life for the better the course of my daughter's life and the course of my dad's life as it continued on and you know I'm pretty sure moving back in time he got the opportunity to heal a lot of his wounds through through me at that point as well because you know he didn't get into that place where he treated us such verbal abuse 
um, because, you know, he just, you know, he had a great life and he was so wonderfully cared for and loved. You know, that's not the way it works. <laughs> you know, my dad suffered a lot of horrific abuses as well. It's not an excuse because there are no excuses, but, you know, it is an explanation. I want an aha moment. I want my aha moments. I love my aha moments. You know, this recording and this, 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 and this, you know, verbal purging and shadow work and journaling and all that stuff. It's all great. It's all, it's all good self-love stuff, but it's, 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 it's child's play. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's immature. It's not, it's not out in the world. It's not the experiences because, you know, I was journaling, I was journaling and I was doing tarot and, you know, I was, I was, I was living my life with my twin when we were, when we were living together and, uh, you know, in my parents' house, by the way, remember that guys. Um, I was doing the journaling, but I never, I never let myself take the risks about the things that I wrote in my journals. And I've never, ever let myself actually have the experiences. Like, you know, one time I sat there and I wrote down, you know, this list of like 60 plus rules for how... I was going to treat my twin flame and how she needed to treat me and you know this was like you know this was like these are my ground rules you know because we're not going to be fighting anymore we're not going to be arguing we're not going to be you know cats and dogs we're not going to be hating on each other it's you know and it was great and it was good and it was you know it felt like I had such wonderful positive motion and energy and direction and you know she read it and she was like oh I love this stuff and you know, this is part of the reason why she 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 stayed with me so long and why she came back to me two separate three separate times you know we broke up three times um, she came back to me over and over again because I would have these moments where I could have these you know these wonderfully elucidating thoughts and I could even get them down onto paper and I could even write them down but that's that's where it ended I never took the time or the extra effort to put it into practice you know I didn't I didn't take my space I didn't treat her with respect I didn't you know I didn't ask for the support or the help that I needed I didn't ask for the love that I needed I never ever 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 let myself be my authentic self in anything other than paper and part of Part of what I'm doing with these recordings and, 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 you know, the fact that I'm putting this into a blog now and I'm going to actually put this out there on the internet is because I can keep things secret. You know, I can, I can write down in my journal, you know, this is my, my, my little black book. This is only for me. This is only for me and nobody, and nobody gets to see it and nobody gets to judge it and nobody gets to, you know, nobody gets to hear it and nobody gets to think about it. You know, it, it, it only stays private to me well I'm 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 dumping all of my shit and there's there's plenty of psychic vomit in this stuff like, like if you're hearing this and it's making you feel sick turn the shit off get the fuck away from it you know fucking cast me out judge me fucking throw shade at me do whatever you gotta do to purge that shit out of your system because this is all mine okay 
this is mine and I have to own it and you do not <laughs> you don't so if you if you're listening to this and, and, and you're like what a little bitch tell me please just fucking send a message and be like you're a bitch <laughs> because this is my shit and it's not it's not it's not anybody else's and it is it, there's so much psychic and verbal vomit in this and I need I, I need I need to get it off of the page and I need to get it off of off of the internet and I need to get it into my fucking body and into my life because I am a fucking amazing person my authentic self my authentic self is pretty fucking cool like you know I I, I, I used to be this fucking you know as a kid I was this awesome fucking actor and I could fucking delight people and fucking I could draw a crowd and I could tell a story that would just fucking entrance people like like I, I could transport you into a world just by talking and being authentic and you know that that's that's one of the reasons why so many people they do actually love me and they do actually gravitate to me because when i am being my authentic self and i'm speaking it and i'm living it you know it's a rush it's a rush for everybody who's involved and it's it's i just i bring people up and i bring people out and i you know i i i am i'm a leader and uh you know, I'm gonna, I, I inspire people. You know, I inspire people to do more. I inspire people to be better. And I inspire people to love themselves and to stand up for themselves and to, you know, really make themselves feel better. Make themselves feel better. Like, I, like my stories don't make you feel better. Like, you don't listen to my story and then go back to your fucking, you know, your house and be like, oh, whatever, fucking fuck you. No, 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 no. People listen to my stories and then they change their fucking life. Right? Like, they, they, they literally, they take what I say as an imprint, and then they go off and they do something with it, and, then, and it usually almost always, almost always makes fucking things better for people. You know, it did, it did for quite a while with my twin flame. Like, you know, when I was in a good space, in a good positive space, and I was putting out my, my actual prayers to the universe for my twin flame's benefit, not for my benefit, pretending that it was her benefit, but for actually her benefit, you know, like she would get into these states where she was terrified and in fear and, and whatnot, and I would write these, I would write in my journal, I would write in my journal and I'd be like, you know, I, I, I you know, I, my twin is this, she's, she's wise, she's powerful, she's courageous, she's blah, 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 and I'd write these affirmations in my journal, guys, while we were sitting there fighting, and, and I was, I, I, I only cared, I only cared about her in that moment, and I would write these things in, in my journal, and then I would walk off, and I would sit in my own fucking feelings, usually bastardizing them, but never really caring, because all that mattered to me was her at that moment, and then I would come back, and it, 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 was, it was like, it was like stepping into an alternate reality, um, you know, it, it, where somehow, and I don't, I don't know how, my twin would just like magically process through whatever it was that she was triggering her at the time, whatever it was that was driving her completely insane and putting us at odds. And, and she would look at me with these eyes of this, just this deep compassion and love. And, you know, I, I, I would have been sit I, I, I would have, I would have been walked off and, you know, sitting there squandering in my emotions and, and, you know, you know, blah, 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 no, whatever. It's never going to work. It's, it's always going to be a fight. It's, it's terrible, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, whatever, that was me. And I was, I was abusing myself and it didn't matter what I did to myself because when I put that energy out there only for her benefit and then I walked away from it, 
and then I came back and it was just like this magical thing had happened and she's all what and I'm sitting there like what the fuck she hadn't even read it right she hadn't even read it at that point but somehow just the fact that I did it because I cared about what she was experiencing and I just I didn't care about myself you know I didn't I didn't try to sit there and say she's being a bitch to me and she's doing this to me and she's doing that to me I didn't do any of that I sat there and I looked at it and I said damn she's being a bitch but she's being a bitch because she feels this and she feels that and she feels weak and she feels scared and she feels you know you know all of these things and damn I just I just whatever my problems don't matter my problems are minuscule I'll go deal with my problems I'll go sit in my shit and fucking talk shit to myself for the next 35 minutes the only thing that I wanted in that in that in, the, in that moment when I was writing that was I just I wanted to I wanted to see her burden eased for her and I wanted her to know you know positively that I that I thought that she was that she was brave and that I thought that she was kind and that I thought that she was loving and you know I wanted her to treat herself with respect and kindness and, and then I walked off and I you know and I put down my pen and I threw down my book and I went and I had my little temper tantrum inside with myself and really let myself just, just be and vent and uh, yeah it worked somehow magically it worked so I know I know that I'm capable But it's something about it's something about the emotions, and it's something about taking risks that really I just I can't I can't seem to let myself take risks. You know, all I really want in my life is to go on adventures and to be my authentic self. right now is this this crushing fear and this never-ending hunger to have my twin back that so violently interferes with everything else like this is why this is why I want her back so badly is because you know I, I somehow seem to tell myself that if I can't imagine a world where I could have her back I can't seem to imagine a world where I have anything else of value. And it's like, I won't even try to build back up to that level of confidence by having other experiences. You know, because I know, I know logically, now that I'm calm and centered, that if I let myself have other experiences, if I let myself take other risks, I will become brave. And I will raise my vibration and I will raise my, you know, my frequency and my, my, my escrow and I, I, I will have you know opportunities to be as equally happy or potentially run into my twin again somewhere you know if you know anything about the concept of twin flames the universe isn't gonna you know just you know always let you be separate forever you know that, that this this person is is always going to be a part of your life in some way shape or form and if I, if I can't get to the point where I can be brave enough 
that I could walk up to her again and just be like, I'm home. Like, even that's the wrong energy when I say it. Like, that's not the right energy, you know. But if I can't, if I can't take the risks that I need to take to become the man that I authentically love, I'm never going to fucking see her. And it drives me insane that my desire for her sabotages my ability to be authentic. Now, I know that that's, that's, that's false. That's kind of, that's a justification. Because it's not just my desire for her. It's more like, you know, I have some internal fear or some internal issue. And I'm using, I'm using her to mask that issue so that I can say, well, it's just, it's just the fact that I don't have her. It's just, it's just the fact that I don't have her right now. And that's bullshit. Because it's not, it's not her. It's never, ever, ever going to be her. It's, uh, it's never, ever going to be her that's the issue. It's always me that's the issue. I'm just using her as an excuse because my ego won't accept responsibility and it really pisses me off because you know I've seen I've seen what happens when I'm gentle I've seen what happens when I accept you know my ego knows my ego knows that magic is real my ego knows that you know there is no time my ego my ego is well well aware and it's well aware it's well aware guys that it will have so much more fun if it just, you know, accepts the truth. And that we can be so much more if it just accepts the truth. But still, for some reason, my ego likes to likes to sit there and, 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 and jump up and take control and say, nope, it's something else. It's something else. I don't want to deal with this. So, this is what we're working through right now. And, uh, you know, I expect that when I come to actually post these online, you know, today's day four, I expect that when I actually end up posting these online, I'm going to end up getting a, a huge, huge shift um, because I, I know what happens when you interface with the technosphere. And, um, you know, I, uh, I, I, know, I know that the more people that hear this and the more people that think about this and the more people that listen to this, uh, things are going to get wild and uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do this I'm going to do this as a giant fuck you to the false self I am gonna put the false self up on the platform of public descent <laughs> and guys I, I, I hope I, I, I hope and I pray that if you hear this and you really, really want to help me, fucking grab your knives and cut my false self to pieces. Cut every bit of that false self. Just fucking lash it. Fucking destroy it. Devastate it. Fucking complete and total utter fucking carnage. No fucking excuses. That false self needs to fucking, that straw man, rip it the fuck up. You know? And, 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 you know, if you can do this by being authentic, then even better. 
you know, be authentic, get as, get as, get as vile and as dirty and as fucking nasty as you want, because, you know, if, 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 if I can put, if I can put my false self straw man up on the fucking altar and you guys can find your authentic voices by destroying my false self, that's a win-win fucking situation for everybody. <laughs> so, hey, here's, here's to unity. Here's to working together. Here's to teamwork. I love every, every single one of you, even though I've never met you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for understanding. And thank you for loving me unconditionally. Alexander out.